going on? Welcome to episode 75, I think. 75. 75 in the can. Episodes of the Brett Pella Show. Maybe we out here like an alien. Like the aliens. The aliens are out here. The aliens should be. Why? Where are the aliens? Where are they is the question I have today. Um, bunch of stuff to get into. Kind of kind of freestyling this one because I'm tired. Your boy's tired. Your boy's a little tired and I'm hungry. I've been fasting all day because I've e- e- eaten my body weight in pasta over the past two weeks. Um, this pod, this episode of the podcast brought to you by Magnesium Breakthrough by Optimizers. That's the one. It's the one. You know it and you love it. If you don't, you should try it. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. I take the supplement every day um, uh, before bed, usually a couple hours, maybe like two hours before bed. Uh, I take two. Sometimes I take three if it was a hard workout day and my body is aching for some magnesium. It really helps with muscle recovery and, and protein synthesis, and it also helps uh, with uh, – it, it has some anti-inflammatory properties and other scientific things that you can look up and get 10% off at magnesiumbreakthrough.com slash Brent Pella. Do that. Support the sponsors. They support the show. Bro, what's good, dude? How you guys doing? You good? Um, I just, I literally just walked in the door here in LA. I have been gone for two weeks. I've been out of my home for two weeks, which really makes paying rent here hurt a lot more than it usually does. Like usually paying rent each month hurts when you live in LA. Like it hurts, but it's more like a, a quick like jab of a knife that just kind of barely breaks the surface and then you forget about the, about it the next day. But when you leave for half the month and and you come back and you still pay the full month's rent, it's more like a like a like a like a twisting motion on the knife jab. You know what I mean? That's what paying rent feels like here. But it was a good trip. It was a really fun trip. We did uh well I did. I did New York, um, shows in New York. Um I did shows in San Francisco. Uh, the in-between was visiting a bunch of family out in Rhode Island. That was a blast. Um, New York, man. Wow. New York. New York's a hell of a place. New York. <laughs> New York. I love New York. I love New York City. I was in New York for three days, and Andrew Cuomo fingered me four times. Fingered me four times. New York City. If you can get fingered there, you can get fingered anywhere. If you can, if you can get fingered by their governor, you can get fingered by any governor. City of dreams, baby. First time I, I jumped on the subway, I got onto the L train, and Andrew Cuomo swung down from the handlebars, put his thumb up my butt, and whispered in my ear, Welcome to New York, my sweet little bambino. And then he shuffled down the subway with the rats. <laughs> Dude, New York is cool. Uh, I, 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 do, I do love the city. It rained when I was there. It rained in New York in August. And like even the rain is grease in New York. Even the rain feels like grease. Mark Marin had a great great quote one time. Uh, he said even even after it rains in New York, it still smells like wet trash. Even not even God can clean up that city. <laughs> Dude, I the people of New York um truly entertain me. The people of New York are just a one of a kind. Like people in LA will pretend not to care about you to make themselves feel better. But people in New York straight up do not give a fuck about you and are mad at you for existing. Like they're just mad at you for for breathing. Oh, you're a breathing living human being in New York? A lot of people won't like you. A lot of people hate you. A lot of people hate you for being that in New York. 
out my first day in New York, I got on the subway and this guy was getting off the subway, he stepped on a dude's foot that's sitting down. And the dude sitting down was like, Hey man, you stepped on me. And the guy that's walking off the train was like, you were there. <laughs> that's it. That's all you have to do to have people get mad at you in New York is simply exist and have the appropriate appendages. And people don't like you for that. Hey man, you have a foot. Why do you have a foot? Why is your foot there? Why is your foot got to be on your body and also right there the way that I'm trying to walk? You got New York, baby. <laughs> Man, it was fun. It was, uh, I, I really enjoy the ambient yelling in New York too. That's really fun because in New York, everywhere you, everywhere you walk around, you just hear this, this ambience, uh, a cacophony of, of people yelling and screaming. Everywhere you go, it's just, hey, 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 Everywhere, that's New York. This is my impression of New York. This is my impression of New York City. <laughs> like, if you found a quiet street in New York, get the fuck out of there as fast as you can. That is not a safe place. Really enjoyed it. Really had a fun time. Did a bunch of local shows. Those were really cool. A bunch of a couple of friends hooked me up with those. That was fun. Did my headline spot at uh, Brooklyn Comedy Club, a.k.a. Old Man Hustle. Apparently, they have two names. Love that club. Um, really fun. I think we had like 40 people in the room on a rainy Sunday evening in Brooklyn. So that was a blast. Uh, man, those those headline spots are getting fun, dude. It's fun to see you guys out there, man. It's really, it's really cool to start... Um, doing these shows where like where my people come to party you know what I mean because it's been years where I'm just kind of on the show and it's either not my show or it's not anybody's show it's either like a showcase with a bunch of people or it's me opening for somebody else and um you know here and there over the years people have come specifically for me but now I think it's starting to get to a point where uh I'm gonna have a, a weekend I'm gonna have a whole weekend or a whole night this is me this is your boy and we get to party dude and I'm very excited for that. I'm super, super stoked for that. Um, yeah, dude. I would, and I don't know if I would. Li- I would live in New York. I'd actually like to live in New York because uh, just for the challenge. Like, I, I feel like L.A. has made me soft. I don't know if I was ever not soft though. Maybe it's made me softer. Maybe I went from like a dough. Maybe I am a dough consistency now, but I used to be like a play-doh consistency. You know what I mean? How play-doh is a little bit harder, a little bit more firm than like pizza dough or pasta dough. Um, so I used to be Play-Doh and now I'm pizza dough because LA made me softer. Always been soft. LA made me softer. Never been hard. Can't get hard. <laughs> you know? So I, I would live in New York for the challenge because you got to battle everything out there. You got to battle the elements. You got to battle not looking people in the eyes on the street. You got to battle a lot out there. You got to battle rats taking people's pizza. You got to battle Andrew Cuomo trying to put his tongue in your ear on Tuesdays. Um, you see, it's a battle. New York is a battle, but it's a cool battle. After New York, went to Rhode Island, saw the fam. Shout out to the fam. 
Um, dude, my family is so Italian. It's hilarious. Italian people love being Italian. Italian people love being Italian. As soon as one Italian meets another Italian person, they're like, hey, you're Italian, dude? Where you from? Where you from? We're Italian. You're Italian? Hey, we're Italian. Where you, where you family from? Sicily. Hey, we're from Puglia. This is great. What the fuck? Hey. It's, it's, like you, it's like meeting a celebrity every time an Italian meets another Italian person. I saw my Uncle Tony. My Uncle Tony is um, an absolute legend of the family. He He's like a very loud, happy, big, old Italian guy that everybody in the family loves. He's always got stories. He's always got, he's always got um, jokes and funny things to bring into the conversation. I told him my favorite Mitch Hedberg joke, uh, which was, which is this. I used to be addicted to sandwiches, and then I quit cold turkey. You like that shit? That's funny. It's a funny bit. It's a funny joke. Now, usually I get a laugh when I say that because Mitch Hedberg is hilarious. But he hit me with a, gotcha. <laughs> he was like, gotcha. He wasn't impressed at all, dude. It's because Uncle Tony's a legend, bro. Can't beat Uncle Tony's stories. Um, Rhode Island was fun. And then San Francisco. San Francisco, man. Ooh, I don't want to say it's a fallen city, but when you see a, a toddler in a stroller wearing a mask, that's got to be objectively um, weird, right? Like, are we at a point where that's where it's objectively weird for toddlers to wear masks? on account of zero science backs that I tried to find children under five, um, getting, uh, symptoms and, and all, all types of things from Corona. And it's just not there. You, you get the random one-off article on Twitter that says a baby was airlifted to a hospital. And then another one that says a three-year-old is in the ICU with a chest pump. And if if those are true, if then of course terribly sad. But when you see little kids wearing masks outdoors in the sun, also ninety five percent of people in San Francisco are wearing masks outdoors in the sun. Aren't haven't we already been through that? Didn't we already pass that point of that does nothing? You know what I mean? Walking around not near anybody and wearing a mask outdoors in the sun, like. All right, I don't know. This is going to turn into a rant. I don't want to do any more rants, <laughs> at least not right now. San Francisco was fun, but damn, what a what a weird um way of living they're they're doing right now. It's like people it's almost as if people are happy to uh be wearing masks 100% of the time, like as if it's become like a happy thing. Oh, phone, wallet, keys, mask. Cool. Here we go. When in my opinion, as a dumb person, but this is an opinion, um, every time I put on a mask is uh, um, uncomfortable. It doesn't feel natural, normal, or right. It doesn't feel like necessary or, um, you know, it just, every, every, literally every, I can't tell you one time I've put on a mask and not thought, ah, I don't like doing this. Hey, I put it on. I put it on. You're not going to see me in any... Crazy viral videos yelling at people in Home Depot because they're trying to kick me out for not wearing one. You know what I mean? I'm not that. It's not my purpose. My purpose is not to go out and stand up for the rights of people 
to wear or not wear a mask. That is not my purpose in life. My purpose in life is a clown. I'm a clown. Um, but it's just, um, I feel like a lot of people in places like San Francisco are just so ready to live the rest of their lives, uh, behind a mask. And it's just very strange. It's very strange to me. It's a very strange thing. How are you not a little bit, um, uncomfortable with that? It's weird. The shows were fun. I opened for JP, opened for JP Sears at Cobbs, Cobbs Comedy Club. I will be back there on September 12th. That is a Sunday. And here's the deal, dude. San Francisco is rolling out their new, um, vac. You must show a, uh, vaccine card to get into a show at Cobbs Comedy Club. Now I'm still going to do that show. Um, the other option was to either cancel or postpone. Uh, the G the GM at Cobbs is fucking awesome. And I love, I have so much love and respect for her and live nation as a company is rad as well. Um, however, I don't super disagree with anything that segregates society in the way, uh, a vaccine passport would. Because I've already shared that opinion about social responsibility versus individual individual responsibility. And that's just where, what my opinion is, dude. And opinions change. My This just hasn't changed yet. Give it a lot of thought. Have a lot of conversations about it with a lot of different people. Just hasn't changed. Just hasn't. I'm, I'm open to changing it, but you gotta, I'm not, I haven't been persuaded. Um, I feel like it's, uh, it's it, the time of social responsibility is outweighed now by independent individual responsibility and we should all be individually responsible for um our own uh decisions regarding health and being around people and healthy behaviors and practices uh so i wish that it wasn't like that and i know um my i feel like my audience is pretty mixed i have a lot of people that maybe have and don't have the the vax um because i i feel like I'm, i'm starting to grow a spectrum of family that's enjoying my content. Okay. So if you don't, if you are not able to come to a show or, uh, if anybody doesn't end up coming to this San Francisco show, because they're going to check your vax card at the door. Uh, I'll, I'll be back, dude. I'll be back. If you, I'd say buy a ticket, cause it might end up being the thing where they can still honor the tickets if they were bought before the mandate comes into play, which is August 20th, which is in four days. So buy the ticket, um, check it out, see if they'll honor it. And, uh, if they don't, you can get a refund. You know, they're not just going to keep your money. Um, and I'll be back. I'll be back to do San Francisco again. I, I love San Francisco. I will be doing San Francisco many, many times. Um, having sex with San Francisco many times. I, I do enjoy doing San Francisco in the sexual way. So I'll be back if you can't make it to that. Uh, Sacramento show doesn't look like Anything like that's going to happen. That's Wednesday, September 8th. Come to that. Pack that out. That's going to be dope. Super excited for the Sacramento show and the San Francisco show, although I think it will be impacted by this. Um, so, you know, live and learn. And I hope, uh, I, I just, I, it's it when, when the government does stuff like this, it's like, do people not remember the Patriot Act? Y'all don't remember how, like, they kept that power. They kept the power to look in our emails and spy on our, phone records and things like that without asking. 
and but they could literally just make up a reason. They could they could say oh they could say oh it's, it's a terrorism inquiry or whatever the, the fuck it was. So it's like I just get worried about how um, what I see as overstepping into people's personal lives, those powers won't be given up easily, if at all. And uh, that's where the slippery slope argument comes in, dude. And you see it, you see it happening. Used to be a lot of people were like, no way, they'll never do vaccine passports. No way, dude, no way. That's crazy. That's crazy and weird. That's dystopian. Here we are, SF and New York. SF and New York rolling them out. So LA possibly soon too. So, you know, um, mind what you say will never happen because shit's happening. And it's not, I'm, I don't think we're turning into handmaid's tale here. Um, I tend to be a little more optimistic, uh, than pessimistic. So I don't think it'll last long. I think it'll go away once we hit whatever new numbers or whatever new fucking goal they make up to hit. It used to be 70, now it's 80, then it's 90, then it's everybody, whatever. So, you know, um, try to come out if you can. If you can't, I'll be back. What else, bro? What else we got? What else we got over here? Um, dude, I ate so much pasta. I ate so much pasta in New York. Let me give you a tip if you go to New York. Bring Tums. Bring the Tums. Bring the Tums with you if you go to New York. I did find a really good pasta spot in New York called San Marzano. I think it's the Lower East Side. Um, that spot was really delicious. Very good. Uh, they do $11 bowls of pasta. This is the part of the podcast where I talk about pasta. So stick stick around for this part of the show because we just went from government overreach to $11 bowls of pasta. That's how Brent's brain works, baby. That's how Brent's brain works. Oh, also, quick shout out to the homies in San Francisco that said they listened to the pod. What's up, dudes? And I think girl who said, I'm pre- pretty sure a female came up and said the same thing as the homeboys. What's up, y'all? Thanks for saying hi. Um, it's always cool to, to see people who listen to this podcast because I'm pretty sure I can count the amount of people who listen to each episode on uh, two hands. What was I talking about? Pasta, dude. Oh, man. I got to stop eating carbs. I was gone for 12 days and I ate so much pasta and pizza in New York. Because what else? How are you going to not do that? How are you going to not do that? I make pasta for fun. I make handmade, homemade pasta for fun. How am I going to not eat the same thing in New York? Uh, a lot of it was good. Some of it was bunk. But I had a good time. It was good. Uh, also, I want to give a shout out to a good buddy of mine who plugged me on this. Um, well, I guess plugged probably isn't the right term. But he shared with me a, a GoFundMe campaign that is uh, sending resources to displaced families in Afghanistan. Now, I, like a lot of people out there, have never really known a lot about what happens politically outside the U.S. Really never knew what happened politically inside the U.S. until like 2019, 2020, for sure. But outside the U.S., the whole, like, I mean, there's just so much happening in the world. You can't, no one has the capacity to know everything at all times or even have an opinion on everything at all times. So uh, my one of my best friends um, is first-generation American. He was the only one of his family to be born in the U.S. Everybody else was born in Afghanistan, and he has family there, and his family has land there. And um, he, uh, I grew up with this dude. He educated me over the years about Afghanistan and, and the evolving situation there from 
the U.S. going there to the U.S. being involved there to now the U.S. leaving there and what that means for a lot of our um, allies that are Afghan people that were working with the U.S. that we haven't evacuated or, or brought out now that the Taliban is entering the territory. Anyways, I say all of this to say that he shared a GoFundMe with me, which I just posted to my Instagram story, which will be gone by the time this podcast goes up. Actually, it'll be up for another couple hours. Uh, but I'll tell you the name of it now. It is vetted and verified as um, a credible source where the revenue raised by the GoFundMe um, goes to displaced families in Afghanistan. So here it is. I'm going to... I'm going to... Um, I'm going to pull it up. I'm going to tell you how to find it. Highly suggest checking it out. Even if you can't donate, because I know money is an issue for everybody, uh, do some research. Educate yourself. Because it feels, it. I mean, it feels good to know what's going on, even if what's going on makes you feel bad. Just knowing, just having an opinion, furthering the discussion with people, educating yourself about um, different things. On, on the world stage can tell you what's going on on planet earth. Dude, it's planet earth. Okay. Hang on. Urgent help for displaced families in Afghanistan. Search that on gofundme.com. The, uh, fundraiser folks are Sarwar Bayan and four others. So it's called urgent help for displaced families in Afghanistan. There's a $30,000 goal and they're almost there. So you can help them get there. But it's like, dude, all this crazy shit is happening on planet earth. Dude, it's planet earth, bro. We're all part of planet earth, dude. Planets, we're all on the same planet. Everybody's on the same planet. We're all living on a planet. And we're killing each other and shit. Stupid. Stupid. Oh, look at Twitter. Look at fucking Twitter. Trending in the US. The first one is blame Trump. The second one is not Biden. You guys are gross, dude. <laughs> oh my God. You guys, dude, Twitter sucks. People that tweet. I mean, I've done it before, but not anymore. Now everything I tweet is, is a bit or a joke. People on Twitter suck, dude. Don't go on Twitter. Um, yeah, man. I, uh, I ate so much pasta that I am fast. I've fasted now for 16 hours. Um, and I think I need to go eat. I think that's what I'm about to do, bro. I think I'm gonna cut this. I think we're at 23 ish minutes. And we feel pretty good. You know what I mean? We feel pretty good. Wild and out aired, guys. Uh, I'm on TV officially. That feels pretty cool. Check out VH1. It's it's live. No, it's not live because we shot it in June. But it airs at 8 o'clock on VH1 some, at some time on cable on some day of the week. But if you have Paramount Plus, you can stream it anytime you want. Let me tell you exactly how to watch if you want to see your boy on TV. They did cut me from a lot. They cut a lot of my jokes, but that's okay. I'm new. Catch all new episodes airing Tuesdays at 8 p.m. on VH1. Boom. Tuesday, 8 p.m. on VH1. If you have cable or I guess the VH1 app and you have a subscription or whatever that is. If you have Apple TV, you just download VH1. Sign in with your provider. Uh, or you can stream it. Anytime you want on Paramount Plus. Four episodes have came out so far. I'm in two of the four. I'm in 13 of 27 total. Or at least I shot 13 of 27. You know, they cut the they cut for time because they shoot like an hour worth of content for a 22-minute episode because commercial breaks fill up the other eight minutes of the 30-minute slot. And, um, you know, 
You got to cut jokes. They got to keep in the OGs. The OGs got to have their jokes in there. So uh, go check it out. I, I made it in. Um, I had a couple lines and a couple of parody comedy rap songs in uh, episode three and four with BRS Cash was one of the guests. And the other guest for the other episode was uh, Moray. M-O-R-R-A-Y. Because it's done with the quicksands. You know, that guy, I like that song. You know what song I don't like is that new Kid Leroy song with Justin Bieber. Who's Kid Leroy? Who's this guy and where'd he come from? Is this the newest uh, the newest dude that, that the pop kingdom is throwing at us? This motherfucker is 17. Charlton Jeffrey Howard. Kid Leroy. He's an Australian rapper, singer, and songwriter born in New South Wales. Friends with Juice World. Did a tour with Juice World in Australia. 17. This kid's 17. Uh, good for you, bro. Good for you to be a millionaire at 17 years old. That's cool. I'm going to go take a really long nap after reading that. <laughs> Guys, check out the new video today. It's called The Birds Outside Your Window Every Morning. Me and my buddy, Blake Weber, um, truly lost our minds on this one. And what happens at the end of the video is one of the craziest things that's ever happened to me while shooting a video. So, and I mean that I truthfully, so go watch that. It's on YouTube. It's on my Instagram. It's on Facebook. Um, but watch it on YouTube so that I can make half a cent for the ad revenue per view. And kid Leroy is making half a cent per microsecond probably. So good for him. I'm not, I'm not, I feel fine about that. I feel fine about kid Leroy being 17 years old and being active for one year. Hey, two years, 14 with a dream was a list name of his newest EP of his EP released three years ago. Cool, man. 14 with a dream. Um, I am older than that with a dream. So <laughs> we can still support the dream by buying fucking magnesium. Um, <laughs> dude, I'm so tired. Magnesium breakthrough mag.com uh, slash Brent Pella. Get 10% off support the sponsor. Go watch some videos and uh, eat some pasta and treat yourself because you deserve it. It's been a hard year. It's going to only get harder from here because that's what happens on planet Earth, baby, until the aliens get here. All right. Love you guys. See you soon. Peace. Peace.